me besorge to start before Yantiv, the Mayone HaYeshua, from Rabbi Yaakov Moshe Chalab. We'll just review, I think we just did the first paragraph. We'll move faster, Mitzvah But the beginning of a Sefer is the, is the Pnimis of the Sefer. So it's important to be Mavara this Nakuda of Tzipili Yeshua, the longing that we have for salvation. By Rabbi Yaakov Maisha, the longing for salvation is not just every now and then to sing, you know, Hakalobachalyam to give a little bit of a krechts, that it would be nice if things would be better. First of all, the Tzipili Yeshua changes, completely uplifts a person. One's life is entirely different. Sipili Yeshua in the Svar Makadoshim is a midah in Avadis Hashem. Sipili Yeshua. We know that when we're 120, we're taught from Chazal's Bordanatosis that one of the questions that we're asked is Sipili Yeshua. It's not just a question. It's not just a question of time and dreaming that one day when Mashiach would come. It's a way in Avadis Hashem. We're going to be learning a lot about it. Sipili Yeshua. The Sipili Yeshua. everything. Aleph, Beis, we already learned in the first paragraph from Al-Khazret, we'll take a minute, we're not going to go into it, we'll just read it quickly, that Tzipisili Yeshua, that Tzipia, this Indian of longing for salvation, is something which, in the teachings of Pneumia Satara, is very proactive. It doesn't mean to be, it doesn't mean to be a spectator, to be a passive spectator with an occasional little hope. It means that through our avoid of Tzipisili Yeshua, of longing for salvation, we bring salvation. Hashem's Baruch made the world in such a way. We're going to learn about that. That applies to Mashiach, and that applies to each person's life, and his own personal Yeshua's. The Yeshua's for Am Yisrael, and the Yeshua's for the individual person. Also, we learned that in a certain way, the Tzipisili Yeshua, the longing for salvation, is greater than salvation itself. We spent some time on that last time, before Yontif. Let's just review the paragraph. So we'll start from the beginning. Some Chavar might not have been here. I hope it's possible to get this far. Let's see. It's, it's, it's watered good. Okay. So let's just begin again. We'll do it very quickly. Be kedai if somebody wasn't here the first time. Be kedai to listen. There's that type to listen to that. We learned that in a certain way, the value of the tzipia of the longing is greater than living in the salvation itself. Since the Yeshua itself is a mitzvah that is, of course, without end. And therefore, any chilek of the Yeshua that you're living in, in other words, when salvation arrives, and you're living in that time of salvation, whatever chilek you're living in, you're living in a chilek of something that is infinite, and you're experiencing that particular piece of something which is infinite. He called gilu Yeshua in el Yeshua. The gilu of the Yeshua is that particular piece of the Yeshua that you're occupying at the time when the salvation arrives. And again, it's like that also with personal salvations. When it comes, when it arrives, you live in that moment. 
on a very silly level. As children, everybody here can probably remember going into a toy store and or being in a friend's house and seeing some toy or something, and then you had a murder at CPC Lishua, right? You had, I'm not calling it kinna, it's not nice, or Weisachmite. The little kid has a tzipia, a longing for the day that he, that he will have that, that toy. I remember there was, uh, when I was very little, we lived in an apartment building, and there was a family next door, they weren't Jewish, and they had, they had I, I wasn't allowed to go into the apartment. I wasn't allowed in. My father didn't, we were friends, the boy next door. I wasn't allowed into the apartment. He came to us. But I remember I, was, I would see by the door when it opened, they had a train set that was the whole, it was the whole dining room, living room was like this train set. And I remember feeling like, why can't Jews have things like that? You know, a Jew ever had a whole thing like that. Maybe it's just my imagination, but it looked like the whole room was just a train set. I remember that. The one time that I saw it inside the apartment, I wasn't allowed to look in there even. My father didn't want me to go near there. But <clears throat> I saw a train set covering the whole thing. And, and it ignites within a person a murder to see peace of the Yeshua. But you know how it is with children? That, that once you have the train set, I, n- I never got the train set. But once you have the train set, I've gotten over the CP of it also. But once you have the train set, so a day, two days, right? Again, the, the people never who are married like that. But the Tzipiyah, the engagement, but the actual Yeshua itself, what they consider the Yeshua, doesn't have anything beyond the moment that it's in. It doesn't have. It's a piece of something. So, but a Tzipiyah, but a longing, doesn't have boundaries. A longing doesn't, a longing doesn't become limited by the reality of the moment because it hasn't yet become. It's a longing. Therefore the tzipia, the longing, has within it the infinite light of the Yeshua. Mashiach came the Yeshua itself. You live in that moment, of that place of the Yeshua, when it happens. But the tzipia, the Yeshua, is ain't soif. Therefore, in that respect, the further away the Yeshua is, the greater the longing. We spoke about that last time. That, 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 because of that, there's a certain beauty and a pleasantness and a sweetness to Golis. Even though there's been a lot of difficulties, Golis is hard. And it's not it's not ideal. But Golis has been filled with a tzipia, with a longing. And that longing, we're not going to be able to have anymore once the Yeshua arrives. And the longing touches upon something from the very depths of Ein Soif, that which is infinite. And, and in the future, we will be able to look back and to understand all the remarkable things that were not known to us while we were in Gorlis, all the unbelievable things that Hashem is being piled with us during those years of longing that we don't see, we don't know. When we're in them, we don't know. And how He never ever for a moment left us. He didn't abandon us for a moment. I think this is where we're up to. Hatsipili Yeshua Enenarak al Yeshua longing for salvation is not only for the future, Meshech Tzayt, 
that time of Geula of Redemption. Elegam Bahaiva. It's not only a Tzipiyah, Rakal Ha'asim. Elegam Bahaiva. It's even in the present tense. In other words, every moment of life is a bas tzipia. It's a moment of tzipia. It's not just something that uh, I look forward, then it will be. There's a significance and a reality to the moment of longing itself in the present moment. As I said, it's not Hashem. And and the reason that it's not just about something that's going to happen in the future is because this avoid of tzipiyah can bring the future to the present. It can make it happen now. Rabbi Yaakov Moshe writes that if an hour passes, if a moment passes without this longing, it means that that, that time that we're in, that moment that you're in, does not have the koach to bring the gula closer. Does not have the koach to bring the gula closer. Um, a moment that is spent, a time that is spent in longing, is actively drawing the gula closer. Karva el nafshi gaola. Karva el nafshi gaola. Uneze haketza achrein nelam zmanoi. And because of this, Hashem intentionally hid from us the final case, the end. Right? Yaakov thought for a moment, he thought that he had it, and then it was taken from him. It's unseen, it's unknown. The time is hidden. Why? The final end had to be hidden so that every moment of waiting could potentially be that moment. So that every moment could be filled with longing and wanting. And therefore these days of, of intense longing and the days of difficulties before Geula are called Chevlei Geula, Chevlei Mashiach, which they translate, I think, to English as earth pangs. But a Chevel means a rope. Right? In Lashon HaKadosh, a Chevel means a rope. It means an area, Yaakov Chevel Nachalasai, a territory, an area, and it means a rope. So Chevle Mashiach on a deeper level, the Tzadik writes, Chevle Gula, Chevle Mashiach, Miloshan, Chavolam, Chavolam, Hamoishchem, a rope that draws near, that pulls. So the Tzipiyali Yeshua, the longing for salvation, is a Chevel, is a rope. It's not just something, again, that we're looking forward to, and that we're waiting when it will happen. It's a way of pulling it into my life now. It applies to Mashiach and applies to one's own personal Yeshua. Before the Yeshua Holo Am Yisrael, which we're going to talk a lot about. 
It's a chevel. That it's a chevel hamoyshech that draws it closer. Mikan That's where you find such strong words in Chazal and the Rambam and other Rishonim condemning those who are constantly calculating the end date, the final time of Gula. Those who are making calculations, even though there were great tzaddikim and Rishonim who are Isaac in this. Nevertheless, we know the Chazal used very, very strong lashon when speaking of those who are mechashve kitzim. Why? Mikan harosh mechashve kitzim shedoichim es atzipia alazman ahu shechayshim alav. The the problem with the mechashve kitzim calculating the end and saying kihuzeh that it's that date, whatever that date is that he came up with, based upon his reading of Tanakh, particularly of Isaac, a lot in Sefer Daniel, <clears throat> that when they, when they label a time and say that that time is designated, then what happens, of course, as the Bishonim explained in, on the Pasuk of the Yeshua Sochah is that you lose the Kivui, the hope, and then it becomes just a matter of waiting it out. Then you become a spectator, a passive spectator that sits on the sidelines waiting for the day. And if it's not in your lifetime, what are you going to do? You just, then your kids are going to wait, and your grandchildren, whatever that date is. But the point is that you lose the kivui. Chazal say, Hakol bikivui. Kavi Hashem Chazak Hashem keeps himself hidden from us. So we are, so we are Merkavit to him. The concealment, the hiddenness is itself what creates the longing, what strengthens the longing. It creates, it strengthens the longing. Therefore, Chazal were very much against the Mechashve Kitzim, those who said on a date, that's the day. Meaning until that time, everybody could just do what they do, and the longing goes away. There's no reason to long, because then it doesn't mean a longing, then it just means Waiting. It's not the same thing. Longing and waiting is not the same thing. If you've ever longed for something, you know it's not the same thing as waiting. It's not the same thing as waiting. When you're a kid and recess is at 10 o'clock and it's 5 after 9, you're not waiting for 10 o'clock. You're longing for 10 o'clock. The problem there is that it makes it happen. It makes it seem longer. The waiting there makes it seem longer. But longing for something is, something, is, is an act which is very proactive. It's very powerful. It's not just that you wait it out. It's a chavel. It's a rope. It pulls. It, it draws. All of those who calculated the end, chishvu esakets, chishvu or choshvu al habiita. All of those who came up with a date based upon their understanding of Tanakh, those who, and Chazal, those who came up with a date, they were talking about an end date. What is the final time of redemption? As you know, Be'ita Achishana, Be'ita means it has an absolute final date, an ultimatum by which it has to happen. But the Achishana, of course, means, as Chazal say, Achishana, it means we could make it happen faster. So all those who were calculating the end dates, they were calculating the end date, the bi'ita. That's chaval. 
Chaval is also from the word Chaval. It's the opposite. Many words in Lashna Kardish are one thing and the opposite. It's Chaval. Chaval means it's a shame. It's a, it's, it's a missed opportunity. That's what Chaval is. Chaval al da'avden. Veloy mishtach. Chaval means when you could have had something you don't have it. The word in Lashna Kardish Chaval that is used, Chaval means ach, it could have been and it's not going to be. It's Chaval. Because there's a Be'ita and there's Achishana. Be'ita is the end date. Those who are calculating end dates, it's Chaval. Because it could have been earlier, but you got lost in calculations of the end. Achishana is Navaita. Achishana is a very, very powerful, proactive, <coughs> static, moving energy of Achishana. You, you understand? Achishana. Chush, chish, maher, fast. A chush is, a, is sensing something, right? A chush. Chush, chish is quick to sense something, to feel something. But those who are machash kates, those who calculate the end, they take away the chush. They take away the urgency, the feeling of urgency. And they make it something that's on, on the calendar. Like when sometimes they have this little chasna kal and they, they're engaged, they ask them when they're getting married, so they'll say like two years from January or something. So it's a So we'll see what happens, how many Gilgulim the two of you go through until that time. You could be marrying somebody else on that date. <laughs> it doesn't even have to even be this girl until two years from January. So what happens? There's no CP anymore. There's no chish, there's no chush. So what often happens is they just fall into yeish, and yeish can cause all kinds of abeyus. It's nothing. It doesn't mean anything. The parents, can, the parents told them they have, to, they have to wait. So it begins with the tzipir, but the tzipir becomes something which they can't sustain. Many Jews, unfortunately, have lost that feeling altogether for Yiddishkeit. And if Taka, there is those dates, listen, the Rishonim, when they said dates, they saw something. I mean, there were dates in, in history that were great opportunities for redemption. But it's very, very hard when you're dealing with dates to, to sustain the urgency, right? It's very hard, unless it's nearby. There's a lot of that that was going on at the time before the Balsham Tav HaKadosh. During happened with Shabbat Shalom. Then afterwards, the Tzipili Yeshua, or the Rechaim HaKadosh, that Tukufa, the Rechaim HaKadosh, and the Yisrael, or the Ramchal. And even in modern times, with the establishment of the state, and the, uh, and the Tzipili Yeshua that was very strong leading up to that time, Without the longing, there can't be a gula. That sounds pretty radical, but it's true. That's what we're taught in Pnei Mezatayr. That Akashbohu has made the gula something which depends upon our longing for it. There is such a thing as Mashiach coming behezachadaz. I'm sure some of you are thinking about that right now. Hezachadaz means that when you're not expecting it, we have to be very careful. We're not going to go into that right now. Hesachadaz, Hesachadaz does not 
mean that there's a that there's no CP. Hesachadas is something else. Hesachadas, it means a distraction. A person can be filled with longing, but then there's a distraction, like the little boy that is chalishing to have the train set. Right? You know when you have when you have a little child that's meshugah for something, the best thing you can do to get him out of that insanity is to distract him. So you do something crazy. You do something crazy, and the kid can get distracted. If it's a balseichel or a strong balhergish, then after you distract the kid, even for a half hour, when you're done, he starts screaming and crying again for the, old, for the thing that he wanted. It, it, it depends. Some kids, you can distract them, and then, they, then they're gone, meaning that they lose the tzipiyah. But a balseipiyah, if the kid is a balseipiyah, you could distract him. He could have a hesachadaz, because you do something silly, or you make some joke, or you give him a candy. So there could be hesachadaz. But once the interruption is finished, he returns to the DCP. That was just a distraction. So Hesachadaz is something else. We're not talking about that. And why, what does that mean, Mashiach? Only comes the Hesachadaz. What is that distraction of Hesachadaz? It means a lapse, a momentary lapse from the DCP. That's a very deep opinion. But we're not holding about that here. We'll talk about that a lot, Mitzvah. <clears throat> but that's a Hesachadaz. The avoid of a Jew is tzipili Yeshua. No one's saying that the avoid. Did you ever see anywhere to say that one's avoid is to be Messiah? That's no. No one ever saw such a thing. That Hashem wants us not to think about redemption. To be Messiah, that's. I never saw such a thing. To be Messiah, that's. It's not an avoid. It happens. You're not supposed to be Messiah, that's from Davni either, you know. But it happens. It's not an avoid. The avoid is an avoid of tzipia. Mitzapim Yeshua. Hesachadaz, no. It happens. But there's no avoider called Hesachadaz. Sometimes, again, with a child, it's an avoider. You have to work with the child. Messiah daita. Of Khalil, somebody is in a very, very bad place. So you have to Messiah daita. to try to do something to get him out of that place. But that's just an emergency, momentary thing. It's not an avoider. To get somebody out of something. And, and, and when Hesachadaz is finished, the person returns to that. But Tzipili Yeshua is an avoider that brings redemption. Redemption can't be without it. Hashem made it in such a way. Therefore, it can't be that Am Yisrael as a nation will ever be Messiah. can't be. It can't be. As a people, we can't give up hope. So now listen, look what Rabbi Akamashi says. Now he seems to be switching topics. Look how beautiful, look what he writes. Lezois, Gamzebachlal had Sipili Yeshua. This too is included in this Avoida of Sipili Yeshua. What's that? Lahakir Ulahamin Kiruim Haim Yisraeli Yigal, the Chalsha The belief that the Jewish people are worthy of redemption at any moment. There's a lot of people who have a hard time with it. There's a lot of people don't see Am Yisrael. Remember when Moshe Rabbeinu. I mean, we're not allowed to, we're not Khalila judging Moshe Rabbeinu. Only what Chazal tell us. When Rashi brings down, the Moshe Rabbeinu saw that, uh, that they knew that he was the one that, that, that they killed the mitzvah, and how did everybody know about it? So he saw that uh, he saw the Jews Ayantis, uh, right? That the Bali Lashon So it says, Ah, now I know why. Now I know why they're sitting here for so long. Hashem didn't like that he said that. Chazal tells him. Ki'ilu, they're no longer worthy of redemption. 
that they become they become such la such losers that they're not ready for redemption. So part of the avoid of Yeshua of longing for salvation is the belief that if you believe that salvation could be at this moment, Achishana, it means that you have to believe that the Jewish people are worthy of Achishana. It's a different way of looking at Am Yisrael, and it's a different way of looking at the guy next to you. It's different. Lahakir lahamen ki ru'uyim heim Yisrael lihigol b'chol shah v'shah. Ru'uyim heim Yisrael lihigol b'chol shah v'shah. That Am Yisrael... Now we're going to see there's a chilek between individuals and the nation, obviously. We'll see. But that the Jewish people are worthy of redemption every moment. It means the belief in the Kedusha of the Jewish people. And if, and if you don't see it, if you don't see it, it means that there's something wrong with your way of looking at that person. And if you'd be able to see that person in a deeper way, you would see his Kedusha, and you would see how he's worthy of redemption. And if you don't see that he's worthy of redemption, it means that there's something wrong with how you're looking at him. That doesn't mean, preclude the possibility that he's not behaving nicely. But Afal he's Roy Lagula, together with all of Am Yisrael. It means you're not looking at things the right way. You don't have the eyes to see the Kedusha of Am Yisrael, to see the Kedusha, the worthiness of another Jew. I told him, Shul, a few times, I'm from from the Belzer Rebbe of Aralus Chusik when he was Tzadik Yisrael Eilam Kaddish Vitar you know that when, when the Belzer Rebbe when Barla when Barla Belzer escaped Europe which was all kinds of Nisim and he came to Eretz Yisrael he didn't settle in, in Yerushalayim he didn't settle in B'nai Brak he lived in, in Tel Aviv there were many Tzadikim at that time who lived in Tel Aviv there were different reasons why they wanted to be in Tel Aviv was the last place you'd think huh? there was no church in Tel Aviv that was one of the reasons why there was no church in Tel Aviv. And there had never been a church in Tel Aviv. It was a place that was clean for many of us. That's one reason. But the, there were other reasons. But the Belzerevi the settled in Tel Aviv, and there were a number of committees of elder Hasidim who came to ask the Rebbe to come to Yerushalayim. What was he doing in Tel Aviv? And the Belzerevi did not hear any of these things. And the Chassidim would come, there would be groups of Chassidim that would come to be with him Shabbos. And, and it happened that one time, one of the Chassidim that was there was very upset. And Tel Aviv there was a lot of Chil Shabbos. And the Belzerevi used to always have all kinds of limudei schus, he'd say, it's, he, he holds from Abbein Tam, that's why it's, he's traveling. They didn't know how he'd say that on Shabbos morning. It was It's time he forgot it's Shabbos. All kinds of strange things. And all the Jews driving. So the so one time, <clears throat> one time he was walking with the he was working with the Chassidim. And everybody who passed the Bells Rabbi, almost everybody who passed the Rabbi, even like ladies that were hardly dressed, people of Machali Shams, they would say to them, Shabbat Shalom Rabbi, Shabbat Shalom Rabbi, Shabbat Shalom. And the, one of the chassidim was very strong that wanted him to be in Yerushalayim was with him. And and uh, and he said to the Rebbe, he turned and he said to the Rebbe, Goyim. He used the word Goyim. And the Rebbe started shaking 
It said in the Sefer that I saw this in, that it took the Rebbe three or four days to calm down from that, what the Chassid said, Goyim, on Jews. It took him, he was all worked up for a few days about that. And the Bells Rebbe said to, to this Chassid, he said, Goyim, all of these Jews, they say, Good Shabbat Shabbat Shalom, all these Jews. He says, Listen to me. This is all, this is all a disguise. It's all Purim. That's all it is. And the second that they're going to hear, these Jews are going to hear the Shaifa Shemashiach, they're going to throw off this disguise and they're going to scream out, Shema Yisrael Hashem, Okay, Hashem. That was what the Bells were saying. Sipisali Yeshua doesn't mean just that the Tzaddikim were going to have a Yeshua. It means it's the Yeshua of Am Yisrael. And the Yeshua of Am Yisrael means that you believe that every Jew is worthy of redemption with his problems, with our problems, that we're worthy of redemption, and that we're also wearing prayer masks, disguises, and we're also going to throw them off. And this is a very big part of the Avayda of Tzipis Yeshua. When you look at the Tzadigim who are famous for the Tzipis Yeshua, in our generation, in this past time, this past hundred years of Mifrat, Chavetz Chaim, Chavetz Chaim, Lubavitch Rebbe, Susi Yelena. Chavetz Chaim lived with Mashiach every second. There was no bigger Oiv Yisrael in the world. Lubavitch Rebbe, Susi Yelena. I don't have to explain. Anybody knows a little bit about the Lubavitch Rebbe. He lived with the Cheshmer of every Jew in the world. He didn't stop thinking of Jews. He saw the lowest and worst Jew as, as, as being the biggest person who was very Fagula. Chavetz Chaim, the ones who longed for Mashiach most were the ones who believed the most in the innate holiness of every Jew, who longed for the redemption of each individual Jew, that the Yiddishkeit inside should be redeemed. It's the same, it's the same Avayd. It's the same person. That's, Rabbi, that's what he's saying, Rabbi Yaakov Moshe. This too is included in the Tzipi, in this Avayd of Tzipi Yeshua. To believe that the Jewish people are Ruim Lagula right now. Not that we're going to, not like you hear in all these schools, one day we'll be good and then we'll, right now. Right now. There was a big tzaddik that Rabbi Leib Saras once. He, he, it's shocking to say this, but it's brought down all this from the Leib Saras once held his hand down and said, Rabbi when's going to be ready, Gula? And if you're, and if you're waiting that we should all do tshuva, he says, the, he says, the hair's going to grow on, my, on the palm of my hand before. I'm telling you, they're not going to do tshuva. As he said, forget that. They're not going to do tshuva. That's, the, that's against all the shmuzim we ever heard. I'm not talking about the machlogis and chazal. If Gula depends on tshuva not, and how to understand that. But the, by those who are, are the Balei Tzipiyah, those who are Metzapim Yeshua, the Indian of Yisrael is something which is deeper than the, their, their behavior on the surface. Sha'af imravim heim halukuyim mitzadachutz. Even though many Jews, like the ones the Rebbe was talking about in Tel Aviv, are damaged, are blemished, are lacking terribly, 
mitzad achutz, on the outside, in their lives, how they live. Tahirim unikim he mitzad hapnim. They're holy and they're pure and they're clean and beautiful mitzad hapnim on the inside. Kedivrei tikkun ezoyer, tikkun samach, like it says in the tikkun ezoyer, that's speaking about the last generation, about our time. That it says in the Tikkun Ezoyer, which describes the final, the last generation, Aldara, the generation of Ikvisa the Meshicha, Tav Milagav, good on the inside. Tav Milagav, good on the inside. Ulavusha Dilay Bish, but the garments on the outside are bad. The last generation on the outside looks very bad and ugly. But tav milagav, very good on the inside, very beautiful on the inside. Rav Kook, Rav Yaakov Moshe's Rebbe of Kook has a whole maimer called Hadar, just on this tikkun, just on this sentence from the tikkun Ezoya. Rav Kook in trying to understand the generation, because the whole that whole maimer Hadar is is to explain this sentence from the tikkun Ezoya. Tav milagav, bulavusha delay bish. The lavush of the generation, the garment, the outside garment, bish is bed. The ihu oni viroichev al This is the mystery of what's described in Tanakh as Mashiach arriving as a poor man, roichev al chamor, riding a chamor, a donkey. I'm not going to go into that right now. The Indian of oni roichev al chamor, we're going to talk about that in Mitzvah. Only v'roichev al chamor. Then on one on uh, on the outside, the chaymer, the chumriyus, the gashmiyus is out of control. But on the inside, the daloisi v'liyah yeshua, the daloisi the aniyus, the humility, and the kedusha on the inside is hafludik. Shem loy makir mezeh. If we do not recognize this reality. Of Kedushas Yisrael, of the ugliness just being something on the outside, a stain that is the result of all the long years and goals, but that the inside is Kaddish Vitar. Somebody who fails to recognize this, Shimloy Makir Mazet, then EF Shalatzapis Lagula then what are you longing for salvation? The person who doesn't believe in that, his feelings are. They're not worthy for salvation. So what's there to long for? It'll come when they're better. Right now, reports are all showing that it's, it's bad. Everything's bad, 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 bad. So it's not shaykh. It's not shaykh that there should be gula now, according to that way of seeing things, from the outside, from the garments. So the way that you look at a Jew is also that you either look at a person in a way of bi'ita or achishana. Everybody says stuff like, in the end, all Jews will be good. That's not such a big chachmah to say, you know. But the tzaddikim, hapnimim, the real big tzaddikim, they don't just say, one day he'll be good. They say right now he's good old. It's achishan. I, what about the fact that they're driving on Shabbos? The lavush, the lavush is bad. The garments. <clears throat> the outside layers are bad. 
been a hard goal. It's a lot of, a lot of difficulties. I went. I came here in the car this morning with a, with a wonderful, a younger man. I came with him, and he was telling me how his wife's grandmother, Lola, was dying. She was at the list. So, she's not. She's not religious. She's an Israeli woman. She's not religious. And um, she eats tarfis, Chal Shabbos, not religious. And that the nephews are coming to see her. The nieces and nephews are coming to see her. The grandchildren, whatever, are coming to see her. To, like, say, I guess, to say goodbye. And she could barely talk. But, so he told me what, what's, what she's saying to each one. She's taking each one's hands and saying, Chazor <laughs> B'Tshuva. To do tshuva. He just told me this morning on the way here. That's the, 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 the that's grandma's like, Safta's parting words. Chazor b'tshuva. It's Akasha. You can ask Akasha. The analytical mind will ask Akasha, Safta, what about you, Bobby? And probably she also made fun of religious people her whole life. Sounds like it. Chazor b'tshuva. That's what she wants to say. So what was her whole life? Lusha, garments. But Tav Milagav. At those last moments when the garments start to peel away, Tav Milagav, you see the good inside. You see that clearly. Lachain, therefore, the last sentence on the page, the last line on the page. Lachain, Yesh Lahamik Bikitushosam Shiyasra. The Avaida of Ikvisa the Mashiach that we're in right now, the time that we're in right now, one of the big Avaidas of Tzipili Yeshua is Lahamik Yisrael, to learn the Sugya of Kedusha Yisrael. Lahamik Yisrael, to learn the Svar Makadashim that teach us what's the, what's the meaning of a Nisham. What's Nishmas Yisrael? Lahamik, to go deep, deep into the Sugya of Kedusha Yisrael. <coughs> and the depths of the schus that they have. Next, the other side. And when one learns the depths of Amis, what, what it means, the Juba Amis, when a person learns the sugya of the, of the inside of a Jew, of the interior of a Jew, then he knows that the Tamid, Shemru'im Tamid Lagula. That they're, that they're always ruim lagula. The, the chitzayim, those who learn only the chitzayim there might be that they, and some of them can be very, very good when it comes to understanding the, the oymek of a sugi and ksubas or in chulam. They understand the ksub, they understand the sugi in a deep way. But they're not learning the sugi of a Jew properly. A Jew is a sugi. And, and, and it's a difficult sugi. But when you learn the sugi of oymek, when you learn the sugi of that Jew oymek, then you understand that the Amisal Jews are Ruim Tom Lugul, they're worthy of redemption. And if you don't see that, then that person means that you just didn't learn the Sugi properly. The same way you could have some some uh, some shaita that he that he says something like uh, Rashi doesn't make sense. You know, you have guys and talk like that. Taisus doesn't make sense. Taisus doesn't make sense. Rashi doesn't make sense. You don't have sense to understand how Taisus makes sense. You don't understand Rashi. Don't say Rashi doesn't make sense. 
You don't understand Rashi. You didn't learn it properly. If you learn Rashi Ba'imek, you would see what sense it makes. Same thing with the Jew. If the conclusion that you come to is that this Jew is not royal gula, it means that you haven't understood the sugi properly. You need more information, but you don't understand the sugi properly. And if the moment has passed, and we still see that the redemption hasn't arrived, so if, in other words, if, if, if we're all worthy of redemption, then why aren't we redeemed already? That's a good question. If we're worthy of redemption, then why hasn't it happened? It's one of the secrets of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We don't understand. But, but, mitzad epnimius, am yisos ru'uyim l'gu'ula. And that it hasn't happened, it's because HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a certain cheshman, it's mekavshed rechman. It's one of the secrets of Hashem. Ve'ein l'cha rishus l'aharabizah. And we are not permitted to question Hashem's Hashem's decision to allow this moment of redemption to pass. That's not our Indian, why it passed. Our Indian is to, is to grab hold of the rope, the cheva, and to pull it, and to pull it and to pull it. That's the avoid of Tzipis, the Yeshua, both in terms of the ultimate Yeshua, the Mashiach, the Kainu, and in terms of the Yeshua of an individual Jew. That's the Lashon of the Tanya in Paraklam and Beis. To draw a Jew near to you. He's speaking about sinners. To draw him close to you, close to the Barnishlon. To draw them with ropes of love. With ropes ropes of love. To draw the Jew near to you. You could only do that if you believe in the goodness of that person. So the Rabbi Yaakov is telling us that that Avaida cannot be separated from the Avaida of Tzipil Yeshua. That's part of the Avaida, a major part of the Avaida of Tzipil Yeshua, Tzipil Yeshua. Okay, Mitzvah next week, now we have, oh, we have straight as Hashem. So next week we're going to talk about how there, can, there is a distinction that, that one could make between the, the individual Jew and how to look at the nation as a whole. And we'll finish the parak Mitzvah next week. Shkai. Thank you.